In the midst of a week of adversity, the Boston Bruins rolled into the Music City and shut out the Nashville Predators by a score of two to nothing on Thursday night. Jeremy Swayman, 42 saves, a career high for the win. And Jake DeBrusque, he who has requested a trade, scored the game-winning goal. We're going to talk about that and a lot more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, December 3rd. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So if you're an Apple user, Spotify, still time to get us on your wrapped or get an early start on 2022. Uh, Pocket Cast is what I use on my Android. Uh, please do smash that subscribe button, not too hard, or you will hear from the Department of Podcast Safety. Uh, also on YouTube, so please do subscribe there as well. Be great to get the follower count uh, up and up and up, and uh, that would be greatly appreciated. If you are on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. Same handle on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Bessie, oh, our cat has found half of a Pokeball this morning, and she is just hammering it all over the uh, tile floor. So if she gets a little wild, I might have to jump out and, and snatch that from her. Anyways, it is uh, Friday. We're nearing the weekend. The Boston Bruins kicked off their December schedule with a win on Thursday against the Nashville Predators. Going to talk about that here on today's podcast, and then kind of just get a bit of a pulse check and uh, look at the Atlantic Division power rankings. Jeremy Swayman, like I said, made a career-high 42 saves to pick up uh, his and the team's first shutout win of the season, 2-0 over a Nashville team that has a lot of um, offensive threats. This wasn't an easy shutout by any means. Uh, Swayman, ever humble and putting it on his teammates, said it was fun to watch. The guys were taking pride in the defensive zone and also in the offensive zone. He had the best seat in the house, watching them work, playing together. A lot of talk out on the ice. A really fun game to be a part of and a great team win. Uh, assistant coach Joe Sacco, who once again was the bench boss in the absence of Bruce Cassidy, still out on COVID protocols. Uh, he agreed with Swayman saying, uh, the guys competed really hard. Wasn't an easy game. When they got that 2 nothing lead, the Predators pushed hard. But he liked the way they competed. They were blocking shots sometime in the uh, offensive zone. But they just battled, battled hard. Uh, Swayman came up with some big saves. And uh, the guys were ready to play. And that's important. It feels good, especially for Sacco as he's, you know, yeah, interim head coach, hasn't had been a head coach 
since 2013, so it must feel good for him to get that W on his coaching record as well. Uh, Swayman, again, just looked so good. He was tracking pucks very well. Uh, wasn't, you know, prone to those big rebounds that he had in his uh, previous start. Uh, and uh, Swayman becomes the fourth Bruins goaltender to record a 42 or more saves shutout. Joining Bill Ranford, who did it three times, Tim Thomas, who did it twice, and Jonas Gustafsson. So not even Tugarask has recorded a shutout where he posted more than 41 saves or 42 saves. Anyways, uh, Jake DeBrusque, he came up big for the Bruins. Uh, it was the only goal that they really needed. Of course, a 2 nothing shutout. He scored the first goal that turned out to be the game winner. Uh, he drifted into the slot, took a feed from Craig Smith on the power play, launching a wrister over the right shoulder of UC Saros. Sacco said, Jake played pretty good tonight, a good game. Hopefully he can build off that too. Uh, like they've been saying throughout this week with the trade request going on, they just want Jake to help the team any way possible. And he came up with a big goal, uh, skating well, moving well, and he competed. DeBrusque, of course, did not meet with the media after the game. Looks like it was only Joe Sacco since it was a road game. Uh, a lot of criticism levied on DeBrusque for not addressing the media in light of his trade request. Uh, you know, people jumping on the softness of the NHL, uh, as cited by Brad Marchand the other day with DeBrusque's mom going at... Uh, Joe Haggerty on Twitter, I contend that he probably should address it. He doesn't have to address it. Nobody is forcing anybody else to address it other than people who are asking those questions of players who are not Jake DeBrusque. And that's, I think, the point that his mom was trying to make on Twitter, that nobody's forcing these guys to talk. The question was asked to Taylor Hall the other night. He answered it honestly and seemed to, yeah, be supportive of DeBrusque. And, um, you know, on this night, he scored a goal. He helped the team win. He's still a member of the Boston Bruins for the time being. And as long as he is, then he's expected to play hard and uh, contribute. Uh, Brandon Carlo scored the second goal of the season. Uh, his second of the season, uh, just 30 seconds into the middle frame, uh, Eric Haula, Got the assist on that one after being scratched lately. Uh, he came in, played a very strong game. He almost scored pretty early in the game, hitting a post. Uh, he said he felt good. Uh, solid effort. It was fun playing with uh, Craig Smith and Charlie Coyle. They had good chemistry, created some really good scoring chances, uh, kept it out of their zone. So it was a pretty good game for that line, and that could be a trio that – might be effective moving forward. That would mean possibly bumping down, them down to the third line, whereas Taylor Hall would play with, I don't know, Nick Foligno, and eh, I don't know who would play on the second line. But uh, for the time being, that was a pretty good uh, trio for the Boston Bruins. Um, and again, Howla playing on the wing for the first time. He said when he first signed with the Bruins, he talked about priding himself on versatility 
being able to play anywhere that he's put. And uh, that kind of summed it up last night. If it's the wing, center, just focusing on his game, winning puck battles, moving his feet, being dangerous off the rush, and creating it. And he was successful at that last night. Craig Smith uh, returning to Nashville for the first time since signing with the Bruins. Um, he had a, a video tribute. He wore the A in Marshan's absence, and uh, he looked pretty good in this one. One of the only bad news items for the Bruins in this game was uh, the early exit of Jakobs Borrell. He was hit by Tanner Janot along the boards in the second period, uh, needed assistance from uh, the trainer and his teammates to get to the dressing room, appeared to struggle to put some weight on the right leg. Uh, no update after the game. Uh, he did not return with what is labeled a lower body injury. So if he's missing, then that would mean Connor Clifton would come in. And again, the Bruins not able at the moment to call up anybody from Providence because they're shut down due to COVID protocols. So if there are any injury call-ups necessary, they might have to tap into the main Mariners, which would be uh, definitely interesting. So the Bruins beginning December with a win. They will be back on home ice tomorrow night to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we'll check in on where all the Atlantic Division teams stand at the moment uh, here in a second. But first, I want to talk to you about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You can switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch to Boost Mobile. You can get all the latest episodes of all your favorite podcasts, the top of which, of course, is Locked On Boston Bruins, all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save at Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones. See BoostMobile.com for details. And I want to thank you once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Uh, so great to see November being the highest download month in the history of the podcast. Been doing this since October 2019. It really means a lot that more and more of you are jumping on. And uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, I, I recommend you uh, telling a friend today and uh, seeing if they would enjoy it as well. Now, after the win last night, the Bruins uh, stand in fourth place in the Atlantic Division in terms of point percentage. Been saying it all season long. There's kind of two tiers to the Atlantic Division uh, with three clear teams at the bottom, five sticking around in the playoff race right now. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, they held on to beat the Carolina Hurricanes in a game they were wildly outshot last night. Um, but they remain at the bottom of the division. And, uh, yeah, their season is uh, pretty much pretty much over at this point. The Montreal Canadiens, who just cleaned house uh, up front, front office, they are 6-17-2, 14 points, 280 point percentage. 
Uh, so they are, of course, well out of it as well. I think, in fact, they are the, well, they're two of the bottom three teams in the NHL with Arizona uh, slightly behind the Ottawa Senators. The Buffalo Sabres, they had a strong start, but they are now 8-12-3, and three, 19 points in the season, 413 point percentage. Where it starts to get interesting is with the Detroit Red Wings. They are three points ahead of the Bruins in the Atlantic Division standings. The Bruins, however, have four games in hand, and the Bruins are ahead by virtue of point percentage. Uh, Red Wings 12-9-3 for a 563 point percentage. The Bruins are 12-8 and eight with a 600 point percentage. Uh, the Bruins also have the advantage in goal differential at plus six, whereas the Red Wings are at plus eight. Now, there was some separation created by the fact that the Red Wings beat the Bruins the other night, uh, but Boston got back on track with the win last night. And again, they will be in tough on Saturday against the third place team, Tampa Bay Lightning. They've played 22 games. They're 13, 5, and 4, 30 points, a 682 point percentage, a plus nine goal differential. Um, so they will be, yeah, they're always, you know, tough to beat. Two time defending Stanley Cup champions. They're currently without uh, Nikita Kucherov, but. As we all know, that doesn't really stop them. Steven Stamkos uh, leading the way with 25 points through 21 games for the uh, Lightning. Victor Hedman, 22 points through 22 games. And then you have so much talent down the lineup. Alex Killorn, Anthony Sorelli, Braden Point, Andre Palat, Mikhail Sergachev. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous the amount of talent that they have still. And... Andre Vasilevsky, of course, one of the best goalies in the NHL, if not the best, 926 save percentage so far. In second place, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've won five games in a row, 9-1 and one in their last 10. Uh, 35 points. You know what? I'm going to put them in first place, actually, despite the fact they're a bit behind the Florida Panthers in terms of point percentage. They are the hottest team in the NHL. Uh, plus 22 goal differential. And uh, I'm going to put the Florida Panthers in second. They're both tied with 35 points. Florida has a slightly better point percentage, 761. Slightly better goal differential at plus 25. Uh, but the Leafs, five wins in a row, 9-1 over the last 10. And that eclipses the Panthers for me. So we're going to go Toronto, Florida, Tampa, Boston, Detroit, Buffalo, Montreal, and Ottawa. Now, just to show you how the Bruins stack up in terms of underlying numbers, shot attempt differential at five on five. I look at five on five because that's where the majority of the game is played. Uh, they are fourth in the NHL, 54.32%. So that means, yeah, they have, uh, they're regularly out attempting the opposition. Attempts are one thing. What about shots? In shot differential, the Bruins are number one in the NHL. They have 580 shots for at five on five, 447 against for a 56.48 uh, rate or differential there. Okay, let's talk about high danger scoring chances. Um, 
high danger chances. This is where things get a bit murky for the Bruins, but they're still pretty good. They're ranked sixth in the NHL at 53.96. I talked the other day about how they have the fewest high danger chances for in the NHL uh, tied with Chicago, but that's by virtue of the fact that they've played so few games. If you look at uh, how many high danger chances they're generating in relation to the opposition, they rank sixth in that category. Tampa's first, uh, Florida in seventh, the Leafs in ninth. So the Bruins second in the Atlantic in that category. Again, where they're getting stuck is actually converting. They remain 32nd in the NHL with a shooting percentage at five on five of 5.86. Their save percentage rising a little bit. Uh, They're now 23rd at 91.5. So the goaltending coming around a bit, um, but yeah, that lack of finish when it comes to five on five scoring is what is keeping the Bruins down. Again, they're getting shot attempts. They're getting shots on goal. They're getting uh, high danger chances on average more than the opposition. And uh, so all that together leads me to believe that uh, there are better days ahead for the Boston Bruins. And they should be very well set in terms of a playoff spot. Right now, they're a point back of Pittsburgh, three points back of Detroit for a wild card spot, but they have a better point percentage than both of those teams. Might be a bit of a challenge to get into a top three Atlantic spot, but that might not be the worst thing, really. If they finish in the first wild card spot, they would play the um, second or the first in the Metro, really, if if the Atlantic team finishes first in the East, uh, which it looks like it might happen unless the Capitals move up. Uh, so we know the Bruins beat the Capitals in the playoffs last season. And uh, once you get in there, anything can really happen. So I'm not, not worried about a playoff spot at this point uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So that's where the Bruins stand in the Eastern Conference, in the Atlantic Division. And uh, we'll update this every week as well, usually on Tuesdays, but it's been such a crazy week. I hadn't been able to get to it as of yet. If you're going to bet on where the Bruins finish in the regular season, Bet Online has you covered all season for props, odds, and lines. Uh, football season, marching towards the playoffs. It's your number one spot for all sports action this season. Bet Online has a new updated desktop or mobile website. You can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code Locked On. They have you covered from hockey, basketball, football, boxing, UFC, even some of your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021. That's at Bet Online where the game starts. Now Christmas is coming up. Uh, You want to grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar? Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavors, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. There's so many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, 
Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors, battle all the holiday shoppers to get through your family gatherings. Uh, people are so passionate about their favorite flavors. Santa is going to be bombarded with letters asking for Built Bars in your stocking. If you want to cozy up to something warm, dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little, and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Right now, you can go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, marshmallowy through and through. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Now, it is the weekend. I hope you all have some holiday fun planned. We are probably, no, we are going to go cut down a tree uh, tomorrow, which is a family tradition here around the McLaren home. So that will be fun to get that put up, decorated in time for a uh, game against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Friday night. Sorry, Saturday night. And uh, yeah. Maybe I've been watching Money Heist. I know there's a new season of that out, uh, but I'm still on part three. uh, So I'll be watching that. And uh, yeah, just enjoying the the holiday spirit. Uh, What else is going on around the NHL? Uh, The New York Islanders, they came back from their COVID pause and lost their ninth in a row. There are some uh, players that have been added to uh, the COVID list as of late and again it's something to keep an eye on uh, as a decision on the olympics will have to be made soon former boston bruin goalie malcolm suban was acquired by the buffalo sabers from the chicago blackhawks for future considerations they really needed help in net and uh, we'll see if he's got a revenge game in him at some point the montreal canadians like i mentioned uh went through a big Front office shuffle likely be trading some players. One player who has apparently some high value will be Ben Sherratt, 30-year-old blue liner, set to become an unrestricted free agent next summer. Uh, He is a former Guelph Storm player. He won a championship with the Storm in uh, 2014. Uh, Pierre Lebrun believes he could get a first-round pick Uh, which would be pretty amazing for the Canadians, really. Uh, Lack of quality rental defensemen could push the market in a big way. So that's something to keep an eye on for the Boston Bruins, as they will likely be looking to add uh, help on the blue line prior to the trade deadline. Um, Maybe that's something they'll target in the Jake DeBrusque trade, but if not, there will be names like John Klingberg, Mark Giordano, Hempus Lindholm, Josh Manson, P.K. Subban. All of them are pending UFAs who could be available uh, prior to the trade deadline. Uh, what else is going on? That's pretty much it, I think. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, they're in last place, but they could be uh, on the verge of making a move. Uh, not really selling at this point yet but looking to make a move in order to yeah just i don't know appease the fan base build on their young core they do have some uh pretty talented young pieces and uh they don't want to necessarily just tank the season although another high draft pick 
wouldn't be uh, a terrible thing for them. Speaking of COVID, Brendan Gallagher uh, of the Montreal Canadiens, he will be out for 10 days in COVID-19 protocol. Uh, I don't believe the Bruins are scheduled to play the Canadians. Well, they're scheduled to play them on the 18th of December after um, this game against Tampa on Saturday. Next week, they'll be on the um, Western Canadian road trip to Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, come home to play Vegas, and then they will uh, go and play the Islanders, Canadians, and Senators in a back-to-back. Speaking of the Senators, treated myself to an early Christmas present. We're going to be going to the game in Ottawa on December 29th, the Bruins and Senators. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you all have had a great week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And we'll be back here on Monday with a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And perhaps on Sunday as well with a bonus episode, uh, mini episode to recap the game uh, against Tampa on Saturday. All right. Take care, friends. Have a good weekend.